Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Joshua Diaz here. We are reporting to you live from West Hollywood, California, in the midst of day one of the pandemic. There is panic, there is fear. Not a whole lot of compassion is happening at this time. But there is hope. There are people out there that are willing to help. There are people out there that are doing the work. There are people out there that put their moral faith and commitment into the idea of keeping this place peaceful in the midst of this perceived drama. So today I would like to just talk about a couple of the things that is happening in in the world for us right now. I see the frantic energy, I see the manic emotions. So it speeds everything up. The grocery store is faster, traffic is faster, text messages are faster. It's really ignites the panic button, something like this. And when the masses do it, it becomes influential energetically, even when you're in a place in public. So it really commits to the idea that there's something truly wrong. But again, I invite you to use your intuition and not the energy manipulation that is happening out there. With all this going on, I think of the old people. How are they getting to the grocery store? How are they coping with this? These old people, there must be a fear for them. They must feel like they're a part of this plague, this universal plague, just purely by age. It's heartbreaking that we, when pushed the right way, will be so easy to make the choice to leave them behind. We are not committed to our old people. We are not committed to ourselves. We're all committed to ideas. I wonder who was helping them. How could you do more? How could we all do more? Like, what are ways that we could help them? They need help. Especially now. Not so much they need help. I think it's more to the fact of... If they want to seek help, it should be ready and available. This shouldn't be coming from a place of pity... Or judgment. But that's what the eyes are for, I guess, in man. Because we need to see to have the compassion. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Old people. Let's try and do some more. Let's let's figure out a way to help somebody. And it may even just be a smile. An energetic connection when you walk past them or talk to them. Just 
put some intention into their universe that allows them to feel confident to accept. The funniest thing about the grocery store, I've been five times in the past four days. Going in for specific items, hand sanitizer, toilet paper, tissues. We are in this Cold War time jump where I feel like those essentials are going to become contraband. <laughs> that's, that's how I felt. I'm like, wow, it's such an interesting experience where you have the realization that there is no toilet paper out there to buy. This is a shortage of this particular item in this moment in time. And in the ever so appearing abundant world that we live in, especially here in America where capitalism is ingrained, that you become indebted to it. Not being able to buy toilet paper, I did, I just did not see that coming. Very, very surprising. But how interesting, how interesting. The grocery store has now become seeing empty shelves and empty freezers. And people just running around looking for something that is going to save them, they think. (laughs) Uh, We're all a part of it. We're very interesting creatures. We don't get tested enough. We're very lucky. But, as my friend Ernesto Reyes would say, the devil is in the details. <laughs> and we need these details right now. What is essential in a pandemic right now? What are the things that you think that you need now? And they come to the forefront of your mind. What are the things that you think you need now? We wanted to buy hand sanitizer. Could not find it. Still haven't been able to find it. Pregnant wife, you know, seven months pregnant, trying to keep everything clean, clean as possible. But hand sanitizer is this very, very hard thing to find right now. Interesting. How many of you have the fear that you're not going to be able to pay your rent? That's interesting, that one right now. And I do believe the Stafford Act does release funds, even in the case of an emergency as this, so... I think there is an opportunity to entertain the idea that perhaps some of that money will be flushed down to you. And with that extra space in your mind, maybe trying to figure out a way to channel this energy in a positive way. Maybe it's creative. Maybe you try and find other work. Maybe you work online or do something. It's, it seems like it's an opportunity to go in and do what you hate or have the permission 
to go and do what you really want to do. It's this little... This little... scenario that is going to allow you to simulate what you want in this simulation. You can get up whenever you want. You can create your schedule any day you want. And you know what? You're not alone. Not that you're not alone anyway, but everyone is going to be doing something that they really want to be doing because right now they have only one other choice and it's to choose things that don't please them. To be doing themselves and their time and their energy. Hmm. On that note, I am going to go and find a way to channel this energy. Maybe some meditation. Maybe some food. Guys, I'll be here for anyone who's listening. That's the invitation I give to you. If anyone's listening or, hell, if anyone even wants to join these podcasts, they can all be joined through the app, Anchor. And we can simultaneously conversate on this. Some different point of views, you know, would always be healthy. I can only imagine that being true. So guys, here we are. You're listening live from West Hollywood, California. The podcast... Day one, Joshua Diaz, Flowers of Fear.